Spooky Halloween greetings to you all. Psychic medium extraordinaire Sylvester De Silva here, although I'm sure you've already guessed that. Just a small disclaimer for the preceding episode. Me and my co-host Carrie Saxon get a little bit political at certain points. We make mention of the, at the time of recording, current UK Prime Minister. Now, even I couldn't have predicted Liz Truss would have been out of Downing Street faster than you can say empty vessel. We do strive for accuracy in our podcast, so I wanted to make this little disclaimer. And I'm sure we're all rooting for our new Prime Minister. Insert self-serving power craze tosser here. Oh, that last bit's from Carrie. Anyway, enjoy the spooky show, folks. Hello and welcome to a new exciting episode of Ghost Book Podcast. With me is Sylvester De Silva. Hey, Sylvester. Hello, Carrie. How are you? It's been such a long time, hasn't it's it? It's been a really long time. Only about two years. Is it Only two years. I know. Well, we were recording the original podcast during the COVID pandemic. Yes. We so were. we all we all emerged from the cellar from that time. <laughs> and now we're out in the open to discover that the world is a much better place. Is that right? I don't well, no, remember that. Well, no, of course that. not. You just have to turn on the news to see that it, quite frankly, is qu- the opposite. Let's exactly. talk about Halloween. Happy it Halloween. Is, what a coincidence. <laughs> what a sheer coincidence that it is. That we, we are now, I think our last show was a Halloween, a Halloween was. episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Pure coincidence. We happen to have come together again to record. Wow. A cynic might say that we're doing this as, a, as some sort of cash in, which is they, wrong because there's no cash. There's no cash being exchanged here at all, is there? There's certainly, definitely no cash being exchanged. Certainly not into my hands. And let's be honest, we would have released one last year, but we didn't. Did we, Sylvester? No, we didn't, because I think there was some sort of miscommunication going on there. I believe so. I believe you said, go away. I never want to speak to you again. <laughs> no, no. I, wasn't, I have I have a personal assistant. Well, I had a personal assistant, so right. uh, they did take matters into their own hands sometimes. And it wasn't just you; there were several people that they sent this because I just said, "Listen, I'm I'm not in the mood. Um, I've got some serious psychic investigations to be cracking on with. Just politely okay. tell people that um, I am currently indisposed, uh, so I can. I mean, I'm not going to apologize for somebody else's behavior. Why should I? You know, I mean, you don't apologise for your I'm, own, so I'm sorry if it offended you. It, I, I mean, I was kind of getting used to it at that stage because at the end of our last Halloween special, you said to me, let's do another series. So I think I got in touch with you maybe Christmas. We could have done a Christmas special, but you said it's not spooky enough Christmas. Well, exactly. I mean, and, is it? Is there anything spooky about Christmas? I mean, I suppose. I mean, you've well, you know, yes. got the Christmas Carol. I suppose it's Christmas awesome. Carol and yeah. Tim Burton really made uh, a big thing about Christmas and Halloween, didn't he? But the, the thing is, though, Carrie, a Nightmare mm-hmm. Before Christmas is that a Halloween film or a Christmas film? I get this. I get the sense that we're veering off onto a completely unrelated tangent. Yes, we are, and I don't. You were, you were criticizing. Quite know how it happened? Yeah, you were criticizing I wasn't criticizing me. you. I was just explaining to our listeners why we haven't had any podcast for two years. The reason being is Sylvester felt it wasn't the right time. Is no. that right? Yeah, as I say, yeah, it was not the right time. I was too busy. Yeah. 
waist deep in some investigations across the country. And as I said, obviously, we were just coming out of lockdown. So I was let loose. Sylvester right. unleashed. Sylvester de Silva unchained. <laughs> that could right. be the name of a book, I think. I de think Silva so. unchained <laughs> or unleashed. But you were, you you were, that is a really good idea. But I mean, it's already your YouTube channel. So can you really go milk that for all it's worth? Or? Uh, Carrie, you know me, I will milk something until there is absolutely nothing left. Good point. Until the udders are just deflated balloons in my hands, <laughs> I shall milk it for all it's worth. Well, that's good to know, because we there might still be life in this podcast then. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we shall even. find out. We shall find out. If anyone could give me a psychic reading and let me know when the next podcast could be so I can prepare for it, please let me know. You can contact me on my website, Carrie Saxon Paranormal. This is news to me, Carrie. Carrie Saxon Paranormal. Welcome to our show. And so, Sylvester, I'm glad we've actually got time to catch up now. Are you at the Silver Towers? Unfortunately not, Carrie. A couple of months ago, there was an unfortunate incident and the Silver Towers burned to the ground. Oh no, Uh, Sylvester. I mean, the thing was, it was always going to come back and bite me in the end. When you fill your attic space with all the haunted artefacts that you can lay your hands on, um, some of them, as I have said, I had the actual Annabelle doll. I also had the um, aptly named Robert the Evil doll. They say that it was an electrical fault. I genuinely believe that those two haunted dolls conspired together and uh, set the attic on fire. Uh, But everything's fine now. Because, you know, over the years, frugality has been a mainstay, has been a a trademark of mine. So, you know, not to sound boastful because we are living in hard times at the moment. I did manage to um, find myself, you know, just a little modest property, a little ball bed in the middle of London. And did Annabelle and Robert get out or they... I have not seen them since. And as far as I'm concerned, good riddance. Because ultimately they were inhabited by evil spirits and I was giving them them free, you know, they didn't pay me rent or anything. Thing. I was letting them live there completely rent free. You can't do that. And, and look and look what happened. I'm so sorry about that. If anyone does see Annabelle and Robert, could you let us know? Um, Sylvester's got a court case pending. Have you had any other high profile cases? Now, just to qualify that, remember this all started from the time you spent in Virginia, USA. Yes. And you were doing a high profile case for, I'm just going to say it, Tiger King, because Nobody cares about that anymore. They, no. Like, who's, who's Tiger King? Who's Joe Exotic? Completely, yeah. I mean, yesterday's news. I mean, I mean that is, yeah. unfortunately, that at the age we live in, nothing is made to last. You know, it was all the talk at the time, but completely just vanished into obscurity. Oh. Some could say that's that's where it belongs. To go back to the question, any other high-profile cases? Um, none really, to be honest. So I got oh. a little bored. So I thought, yeah. what's one of my talents? What am I able to do? And I thought, I'm rather good at teaching, I think. I'm rather good at imparting my extensive right. knowledge. Um, I'm sure it's something that you would undoubtedly agree with because... Um, well, yes, 
I mean, just just think of I me mean, the wealth of information and all the all the stories and anecdotes and experiences that I shared. I mean, yes. doubtless it's had an impact on you. So it did. It had a huge impact on me, and we can talk about that later. Absolutely. So on that on that note, on that subject, if yes. you will, I took up a post as a guest lecturer at Edinburgh University in a wow. parapsychology unit, uh, which I thought at the time was right up my street. You see. I mean, the thing for me is, I mean, some people might say that I'm a little eccentric, potentially. Wouldn't say a little, that I'm no. a character, that I'm dramatic. I've got yeah. this a panache for extraordinary, that sort of thing, and that the way that yeah. I dress, the way that I act sometimes. But being in higher education, I was surrounded by some really strange people. And I'm talking about some that some of the academics and the lecturers. Right. It really grated on me and it really jaded. I was rather jaded. And so I didn't enjoy my experience there. I mean, let me give some examples. So there was one lecturer who I would, I would associate with from time to time. He wasn't in the parapsychology unit itself. Right. His name is John Morgan. Such an odd fellow. I mean, he, he visually, you remember Les Patterson? That Parry Humphreys character, the of cult- course, yes. cultural attaché. Yes. He looked very much like that. Always wore okay. a suit, but I mean, there were some really gross, ghastly stains yes. on the suit. I mean, and his, his tie was always looked like somebody just tried to wring his neck with it. And Sounds it delightful. Odd way of speaking. It was like his, his jaw dropped every time he spoke. His jaw, his lower jaw <laughs> dropped at a considerable distance. Every time he spoke like that, and, and there was also another one, Mick Shepherd as well. Okay, I mean, quite possibly the most arrogant man I've ever met in my life. I mean, really? for somebody to 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 say, oh, is it kind of gave off the air of a, an arrogant librarian who treated right. everyone and everything around him with absolute disdain. Mm-hmm. I mean, for anybody to say that they don't fit in because they've been born into the wrong dimension, you think pure arrogance kind of talk like that you know like oh, everybody was just it's so so uh, everybody's so impudent I mean, just <laughs> nobody nobody's nobody's good enough for me the, the the breaking point for me was when one of the students asked Elizabeth oh. Fielding the head of the faculty like, what yes. is the point in teaching us this subject or some of the modules and, and the response was well you know if you want to go into teaching yourself this this would be quite useful and then straight away I thought there's a there's an endless cycle of just pointlessness mm-hmm. here isn't there yes. so um and I think partly, you know, I was there for a couple of months and you know me, Carrie, I'm prone to having a change of heart from time to time. Um, I'm a bit like a cat in a way. So I just thought, no, that that's it for me. Came back down from Scotland. And in terms of what, what I'm doing now, you see. Yes. What um, are you doing now? I came up with a fantastic idea. I don't know if anything like this has been done in the UK before. I have uh, struck up a partnership with a former, I wouldn't say nemesis, but somebody that I had some professional difficulties with in the past. Mm. And that's Xander Devereaux. Oh, not Xander Devereaux from yes. the Ghost Sleuthers days? Yeah, he was a bit of a, he did replace me at some point. But, he uh, did, yeah. I think we've got a mutual, a mutual coming together, you see, because he's... Yeah, I must okay. be honest, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying he's fallen on hard times. Uh, oh because uh, particularly since COVID, the whole the whole psychic medium gig has hasn't quite been the same since. Uh, but there's still a demand for it. I think there's a lot of people who are who are out there who are afraid, who are uncertain. Um, so that there is a there is a demand for it, particularly in the realms of investigations and more criminal investigations, what? where some strange goings on have happened. What and, do you mean? Well, say say somebody's murdered. In peculiar circumstances, peculiar circumstances, and it's quite possible that a demon may have been involved or a poltergeist or something like that. We'll get involved. 
and uh, I mean, you were providing a service. It were essentially private investigators, but specialising in the paranormal and the psychic. So we have our own detective agency. We're calling it oh. the De Silva and Devereux Psychic and Paranormal Detective Agency. So that's kind of, that's in the works at the moment. That's what I'm focusing on. And I'm going to commit to this. I'm not going to, in a couple of months time, just decide that I've had enough. There we are. That's that's I, me. I, I think someone should be committed. Absolutely. Right. I mean, I'm committed. That's what I've just said. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I mean, how could I get that wrong? I mean, okay. it's not just it's not just me. I mean, he, he has appeared on the podcast before, he and has, uh, yeah. I, I've got a couple of messages here from from Xander himself. So maybe that will emphasize to you, Carrie, that this isn't just some flash in the pan idea that I've come up with one morning when I arose from my slumber. Was it a week? Did you take a week and think about it, or was it just three days, or maybe I think like eight, eight, nine days? Eight, nine. Whoa. Okay, then. Sorry, I, I think I've been d- quite dismissive of you. You've and been I very dismissive, been. but anyway, and I Karen, shouldn't have been. Here's, here's a message on my answer phone. Oh, Sylvester, old bean, it's Xander. I haven't spoke to you in ages. You know how it is. I've been doing book signings and tours and everything like that. Business is booming, young man. Anyway, I thought I'd ring you up. I just had an amazing idea that maybe we should do a joint venture together. We could call it Devereaux and the Silver Psychic Detective Agency. I think it would just be... Jeremy! Jeremy! Would you like some marmalade it's with not, your toast? It's not Jeremy, mother. It's Xander. And yes, please. You don't have to go into any details on Lisa Vester, so I've just got some questions for you. It was obviously in the news about the cash as well, water and the lead poisoning. How are you recovering after that? I'm fine because I never drank it. Okay, then. Your adventures with Bigfoot book. That looked like it was going to be a bestseller last Christmas, and I never heard anything more about it. Well, actually, Carrot, I've been thinking it might be a good children's book. What do you think? Like a nice big Ooh. colourful book? De Silva's Adventures with Bigfoot. I've got, I've got all the material. I just need to dumb it down a little bit for children to understand. Or oh, Daily Mail readers. Okay, exactly. next. Mothman. How is he doing? Mothman. Um, yeah. I actually, I mean, this is a, the state of the world that we're living at the moment, Carrie. I haven't seen Mothman in quite some time. Oh, no. um, I think the fact that, I mean, he is a, a portent of doom. Um, so he's been, well, flying all over the place, really. So unfortunately. Yeah, he's, he's really busy at the moment, isn't he? So yeah. He, he's, he's booked solid. There is reports in the news about you being abducted by aliens. Well, it's funny that you say that, Carrie, because back when you were trying to get hold of me and I was... Yeah doing all those investigations. I had a week where I, I can't seem to remember. There's a possibility that I may have been abducted by aliens. I can't what? quite I can't quite put my finger on it. But I mean, you see, the thing is now with the paranormal, it's not just exclusively confined to the realms of ghosts and spirits and demons and what have you. Um, yes. I mean, we t- you know we talk about UFOs, we spoke about an identified or we, UAPs, we I think as, as we need to refer to them now. UAPs. Yeah, unidentified aerial phenomena. It's the official title oh. that the uh, American military has put on them. So they've oh, officially recognized that there are. Haven't they got better objects. things to talk about? Or- 
Well, you see, the thing is, though, Carrie, you say that, but when you wake up tomorrow morning and there's a giant, great, big alien spaceship hovering mm. over London, then uh, you're going to be thinking, oh, perhaps maybe I was wrong and that they were right to take it seriously. I mean, I mean, in, in that event, I don't know what any of us is going to plan on doing. So, I mean, we've all seen Independence Day. We, we have. Just I don't mean, don't bother going into work. Just don't bother watching Independence Day. Either. Yeah, flee to, flee to the hills. Yes. So that might be the most bizarre thing you've ever said to me, but hey, if you were abducted by aliens, who am I to criticize? I have some very odd memories. I mean, it could possibly have been just a fever dream, but, uh, you know, yes. you've got to keep I'll, your mind I'll, open to these things, haven't you? I, I will. I, I will accept if that's what you say. The last one, and I'm a bit reluctant to ask you this now, having heard about your fire, but, but your hat collection. Oh, that's all gone, Carrie. Oh, no. All gone. I mean, the thing is, you know, everything, uh, this is the title of a song, isn't it? Everything's eventual. Don't is know. it? Are you sure? Everything's Carrie, eventual. Carrie, look this up. Quite good. And I'm always a big fan of alliteration. Anyway, on the subject of hats, you know, you just have to let these things go. Material possessions. And Stephen King wrote a book called Everything's Eventual. Oh, well, there we have it then. Yep, yeah, I can't use that now. I was going to put that, have a book myself. I don't know what I've written about, but... You could just change it slightly. Everything's eventual, eventually, maybe, or everything (laughs) is eventually everything. These are starting to sound like really (laughs) dire James Bond film titles. Everything's (laughs) eventual, eventually again. Right, Carrie, as was a bit of a trademark from our previous series, I have some ghostly news for you. How about this for a headline? Irish woman tells of terrifying supernatural ordeal after hearing voices when stuck in the woods. Oh, the poor dear. Please tell me We have a quote straight from the source. I have a very professional job. I'm not crazy. Mm. I'm quite logical. But then the call came from the other side of me. I knew something wasn't right. So just to give you a bit of an idea. So a woman has spoken about her everyday walk that turned into a terrifying ordeal as she believes she may have been trapped by fairies in the woods. The woman from Meath took to Twitter to tell a chilling story. And while many people don't believe in these types of things, her story is sounding scarily legitimate to some readers. Uh, The gist of this is, Carrie, this lady is taken to Twitter to say that she went on a a walk, which she takes quite often, and became trapped in the woods uh, because of fairies. Right, so we are. Quick fire question for you. What do you think of that? How can we dismiss what she says? I mean, we weren't there. How can we say that she didn't see a fairy? Well, exactly. I mean, this is what I've been saying for years, Carrie. I mean, straight away dismiss this. I would have. I would have thought. I think. I think people change over time, don't they, Sylvester? Yeah, people do. People do. I mean, just okay. to give you a little bit more, she says. Yeah, when please I got tell back, me. When I got back to the car, I looked at my steps. She was out there trying to get her steps up. Oh, I see. Okay. Exactly. So the, um, the horrors of Fitbit. You see, yeah, this is what exactly. will happen. You know, you want to get your steps in and then you get trapped in the woods because of some theories. The okay. last time I checked my step count, I had done 8,000 steps or something like that. I right. put on an extra 10,000 steps. I didn't come from a family that would have believed in that sort of stuff. Certain okay. things stick in your head. And that's why I remembered the turning the clothes inside out thing. What? 
Sorry, exactly. say that again. What? Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, you just you didn't just oppose. Why? What? You can apply that reaction to the entire story, I think, by looking at it. Um, Sylvester, don't write this off. Don't be cynical about this poor no, woman. I've been very cynical about theories, to be honest. I'm not entirely convinced. Well, and, how do uh, we know theories don't exist? It's there's some giveaway scientists, Carrie. When okay. somebody says, "I have a very professional job," I'm not right. crazy. Maybe I'm becoming a bit more cynical. However. I think you are. I would love to know what this very professional job is. And when somebody says that I'm not crazy, do you know what I think? I think they're crazy. Sylvester? Sorry, um, if you're listening, please talk to me. You can get me on Carrie Saxon's ghosts at outlook.com. Thank you. Fantastic. Well, you've got your plug in now, Carrie. One of my favourite things when I have a bit of downtime, have some time off, I will look at all the kind of top five, top 10, top 20 ghost sightings of the week. There's a couple of good ones on on the YouTube. Uh, We have have, Nukes Top Fives and another one called just Top Fives and your imaginative titles like that. And increasingly, I'm, I'm beginning to think that over time, increasingly, surely with all the advancements in mobile phone technology, why is it that all the footage looks like it was recorded on a web camera from about 20 years ago. But that could be because of the psychic phenomena. You know, it could be like ghosts interrupting the signal. Psychic phenomena. Yeah, psychic phenomena. Yeah, right that Indeed, yes. Any other news, Sylvester? Um, Only a small piece uh, from Scotland. Um, We have the the Scottish Ghost Company who did a investigation in what is referred to as Hoarders, a Hoarders Church. Uh, So an abandoned church, which has just become this dumping ground for rubbish and unwanted materials. They were using a voice box, one of those voice machines that converts uh, psychic energy into an audible voice, I suppose. And they were conducting the investigation and a spirit has apparently called them a ball bag. What? A what? (laughs) They were asking this this spirit some questions and the response from the spirit was, you're a ball bag. I I don't... I honestly don't know how to respond to that. Have a, have a look at it on, on YouTube, Carrie, the I'll, Scottish I'll, Ghost Company. I'll put the link on the website. You know, it just goes to spirits, you know, they're not without a sense of humour. And if they're uh, displeased with somebody's presence, maybe, they're just going to tell somebody. Exactly. They may well have been a ball bag. So what can you well, do? Well, I mean, they wouldn't have called them that otherwise, would they? this spooky Halloween special, which we haven't really talked much about Halloween, uh, we're going to go back to... Well, there's no need carries. Everyone knows. Everyone's had enough of it, I think. No one's had enough of Halloween. Halloween is the most wonderful time of the year. I'm trying to gauge my audience, perhaps. Maybe. I mean, if you're into, if you're into like the All Hallows Eve and... Yeah. Samhain. Samhain. Yeah. People are. I just think everyone's tired. No, it's... Is everyone, it's is a wonderful tired? celebration. 
No, not just just in general. Just everyone's tired. Oh well, yeah, I suppose. But then Halloween. Tired of this. Tired of that. Time to get together, spend time with our loved ones, eat lovely food, um, have celebrations. I mean, it's the only time. And then it's just and then it's just back to the whole dreary existence afterwards, isn't it? Yeah, but who needs All Saints Day? Put the television on. Oh, Liz Truss is on. Turn it off again. Well, don't turn a TV on is my advice to you at the moment. That's exceptional advice. Yes, Carrie. Yeah. Back to Halloween then. And it's time we talked about one of your investigations. Yeah, we'll trot out. It's been the running theme this episode, hasn't it, about milking something for all it's worth. We are going to talk a little bit about an old ghost through this episode. I think this was one of my final episodes. This is when I was completely phased out if they brought in another psychic medium was that uh, because is that your new friend no this is uh this was a gentleman called okay. Bryn Southey um, oh, I don't don't remember him I shall get on I shall get on to the subject of Bryn Southey in in due course we're talking about the Edinburgh vaults which okay. has been investigated by countless teams I mean ghost sellers went there the most haunted riffraff went there as well yeah but there's um, a good reason isn't it it is quite haunted it is yeah it is quite haunted i just as a give a just just to give a bit of background to the edinburgh vaults uh so the edinburgh vaults were a series or they are a series of 19 arches which were used in the construction of bridge i think the south bridge yes south bridge i'm correct uh as a result of that they're now referred to as the vaults um, there was a kind of a subterranean kind of community that that arose yes. from this. So un- underneath the city, underneath this, was where primarily, if I'm not mistaken, uh, immigrants were housed. Obviously, don't give the conservatives any ideas no. about using some subterranean, squalid, dank, vile hellhole as a means of uh, putting people that they don't want. Uh, but as you can imagine, it was terrible conditions, bad conditions. It was yeah. underground. There was no s- sanitation, no water. I mean, it was I mean, literally living underground. Yeah. Uh, and all sorts, all sorts went on there. Yeah. Robberies, murders, you name it, it went on there. Um, so as you can imagine, it is quite haunted. Quite horrific, from what I understand. What people yeah, I mean, amazingly as well. I mean, it was only discovered in the 1980s. Oh, okay. it, it was it was there for quite some time until it was right. rediscovered. But yeah, all sorts of reports. I mean, that one of the more famous stories attributed was to it was the fact that the um, or allegedly the Burke and Hare killers yes. operated there. And Is that, that true? Or? Uh, I, I don't think so. When when I went there, I didn't get any sense. Nobody, mm-hmm. no spirit identified them, themselves as either Burke or Hare. But what about yeah, they, their cadavers? Any of them show up? Or? They were they were cadavers. But yeah, yeah, the, the Burke and Hare killers. For anyone that, that doesn't know, that apparently, yeah, they were involved in some grisly business where they were killing people and selling the corpses to a, a Robert Knox, an anatomist who would use the bodies for uh, cutting up and dissection. In some way, you could say that that was immoral. Um, you could, <laughs> you absolutely could. But yes. he, he got his comeuppance. So, uh, so, but that, that's that. Uh, okay. So, quite an interesting place. Um, I don't think it's open. All of it is open to the public these days anymore. No. Some some, some nonsense about health and safety. I think. Uh, um, obviously, with I mean, it being underground, been, uh, it does been done to death as well. Health and safety can exactly. Can we, can we stop talking about health and safety? Unless you've done an online course about entering a subterranean waste yeah. I mean, for what I remember, this gave rise to the most cringe and notorious. 
catchphrase that came out of Ghost Soothers, which was, okay. did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? When you rewatched the episode, you think, no, no, there was nothing. But yeah, Katrina yeah. was was keen. It's as if by that point, it was as if that was the only paranormal going on that uh, seemed to happen. You know, there was no ghost really? caught on film when we went there. Um, was there was any strange noises caught on film at any stage then? Uh, I think there, yeah, there, there was. I mean, obviously, the fact really? that I was in touch with them, I mean, that should be as much proof that it should be all the proof that you need. Uh, you okay. don't need to actually, you don't need to see something to have proof, do you, Carrie? So no, they say seeing is believing. One could say, why not settle for the word of an expert someone like me i always say it's kind of my motto if i don't know something defer to an expert well you see the thing is though i mean i i do blame and this all seems to have coincided with the uh the rise of trump but i mean it seems these days yeah let's attack the experts i mean what do they know i mean i i mean i think i've had a revelation perhaps maybe this is why people don't take me quite so seriously anymore it's because you know i'm an expert in my field and nobody wants to be an expert anymore Food for thought, I think. Do you know what? It's a conspiracy theory I could get behind, actually. A conspiracy. Now, we could have talked about that. Yeah, let's not talk about that ever again. Endless conspiracy theories. Uh, but yeah, I mentioned yeah, Bryn Southey, this, this yes. psychic medium that was brought yeah. in, him and his preposterous, I mean, he would do psychic finger painting where he would... What? Yeah, exactly. Precisely right. That was my first reaction. What? I didn't even know there was such a well, thing. Well, he, he would gain a, he would gain some psychic impression of, of an individual and he would create a finger painting of, of the person. And quite frankly, they all looked, all his paintings looked exactly the same. Just right. a gen- generic man with wonky teeth, uh, you know, I mean... Garbage, pure garbage. With his fingers. That's what you do with finger painting, yeah. Okay. You need to pay more attention, Carrie. (laughs) Clues in the title. Tell me more about this brain, or we done? Is no, that, not is really. It's so just because dull the, that we can't talk about it anymore. Well, the claptrap he would come up with, and then the, the reaction was obviously to try and goad me. Into mm-hmm. uh, into retaliation, it was always a case of, "Oh, Bryn, that's so interesting. Tell us more." As he's going on about this, that, and the other. Oh, I'm I'm getting a sense of a man, a tall man, in dark clothing. He seems angry. Like, well, oh, copy and okay. paste, Bryn. You know, you could say the same for any anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and it's guaranteed there's going to be some discontented man that's existed at some exactly. point. Exactly. The problem I find with these individuals who don't bring anything to it is they don't feel very credible. What do you mean that they don't feel? What do you mean a bit in regards to themselves? Is that what you mean? Uh, no, I mean, as a viewer, we don't find them credible. I see. Well, then I wasn't a viewer. Well, I suppose I am now yes, whenever I do you are, Yes, because you obviously know about this guy and I don't. He was so boring. Well, I've obviously you know. erased him from my memory. The problem is with so-called experts, if they've got to be interesting as well, otherwise they're not credible. I mean, surely, that I mean, their field of knowledge would be interesting in itself. But anyway, uh, this was also the episode where one of the, um, the sound, one of our sound chaps Stephen, I think his name was, mm. uh, because this was also particularly the vaults that are located underneath uh, Nidri Street. Uh, right. Apparently, it was the it was the scene, it was the setting for a lot of witch trials that went on oh, there. Okay. And there's the infamous Circle of Stones, which still yeah. exists. And apparently, if you're silly or brave enough to step into the Circle of Stones, then some foul fate will befall you. Did you um, step into the stones? Well, it, yeah, and um, nothing, nothing, nothing happened. Nothing whoa. happened. It was just a circle of stones. I mean, the, the ghosts there were telling me that you know we 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 did set this up. You know, we did move the stones yeah. purely as a laugh. 
just to oh, see, I see. Who, would, okay. who would do it. It was, you know, because as I've said in the previous episodes, the ghosts do have a sense of humour. Very much sounds like it. Uh, but yeah, this is Sangman Stephen. Yeah, he'd been allegedly mm. attacked by the spirit of an evil witch. And this okay. was egged on entirely with uh, Bryn Southie at the helm. And uh, he came away insisting that he'd been given a terrible illness. Did he explain what it was? Or? Well, uh, from what I heard, it turned out that it was herpes. So I'm not entirely oh. certain that it was the witch. But yeah, uh, because I, from what I remember, he was a bit of a lad. Uh, uh, okay. But there we go. So uh, not a witch. It's just your, your degenerate lifestyle. <laughs> Can you tell me if you actually saw anything in the Edinburgh Vault yourself? Well, it was the usual. I mean, spooky shadows, this, that and the other. I mean, mm. by that point, when I would go there, I mean, I wouldn't have a clue. I wouldn't research the place you know apart from being told that we're going to edinburgh vaults yeah um, would research it so i would just get there the uh, spirits would tell me exactly what's going on we'd introduce ourselves if they were friendly of course and uh, by by that point i'd lost all interest in the ghosts of this program so i kept most okay. of the information to myself did you experience the watcher oh mr boots yes did you mr boots uh, no, he wasn't present. I think he, uh, from what one of the other ghosts was telling me, he was out that day. That's so okay. uh, not living up to his title, The Watcher. But I swear everybody, needs, everybody needs a day off, don't they? Thank you for telling us about the Edinburgh Vaults. My pleasure, Carrie. Sylvester, as I've alluded to, my thoughts have changed slightly since our last podcast. Yeah, I was getting the impression, Carrie. And seeing as you kindly asked me what I've been up to in the last two years, yeah. I will tell you, I've become a bit of a psychic investigator. Fantastic I'm news. not a medium. I don't pretend to be no, a medium. No, I know that. Yep. I can't pretend to see ghosts, but I'm more and more convinced that there is such a phenomena. Well, I mean, I tried to, I mean, we went through a whole podcast series of me trying to convince you. I mean, it seems ultimately that's the, the intended effect. I mean, I can't succeeded. possibly believe that you're doing this for monetary gain. Absolutely not. But I do get the sense that there's a, a book title that's going to spill out from your mouth at any second. No, the Silver Linings Ghost Book will be in the shops for Christmas. Great. I've had three... TV series on reality TV, Saxon's Ghost. Must have missed those, Carrie. Saxon's Poltergeist and Saxon's Scared. Saxon's Scared. Now, were were you scared? I was scared because there were ghosts there. But I didn't see them again, so that's okay. We did uh, Ouija boards, and I know you're not a fan of the Ouija boards. No, not really. I had a bit of an experience then. The board was moving. And please don't talk to me about table tipping. I've had that in my ear from all these cynics for months now. We did a lovely Ouija board, and a lovely man came out of it. But I'm not allowed to talk about it because it's not been on TV for another three months. So I probably shouldn't have mentioned that. All I want to do is, now we're here... I just want to mention a few things. Um, my podcast, Carrie Saxon Investigates Ghosts, is out on all good platforms, and that includes Apple, Spotify, and, you know, the others. Can I just let everyone know about my um, social media handles? So on Twitter and Insta, I'm Saxon Para. On Facebook, please join my group, Carrie Saxon Investigates. My website is Carrie Saxon Paranormal. My TikTok is Ghost Carrie S. And I have now a Patreon set up, so if you want to know more about my ghostly tales please do i charge anything from five dollars 
to $50 a month to hear my side of the story. So that you can look for me under Carrie Saxon, but the name of the channel is Carrie Saxon's Ghostly Tales. And don't forget about my YouTube channel, Carrie Saxon's Ghostly Adventures. Have I missed anything? That sounds quite thorough to me, Carrie. I mean, I've got, I've got to be honest, I am I am pri- quite pleased with you. I mean, I, I do take pride in, in thinking that I've... I gave you the springboard. I gave you the help for this. I definitely think this podcast is. I'm all for, all for you plugging your work um, on this podcast because, you know, I mean, I think it's, it's high time. I think you got a little, you know, some, some limelight sort of thing. As long as, I mean, the thing is though, Carrie, I must, I don't think you paid any attention to, to these during our podcast, but you know, I did, whether you notice or not, I did try and send some notes your way. You did. But for um, anybody that, not, that doesn't understand the vernacular, notes is more of a, I suppose, a, a professional, like a theatrical term when basically when somebody thinks that you're rubbish and they'll tell you that perhaps you should improve this, that, the other. Mm. So I did give you some notes, whether you, you took them up or not, but uh, heed my advice and you will go far. Good. And you put a curse on me. When did I put a curse on you? I think it was between episodes four and five. Well, no, maybe three or four. Can you well, take I it off me I now, please? Remember. Yeah, consider it lifted. I can't because remember Because I've got to set up a Patreon just to cope with the cost of living at the moment. I think it was, I, I put a curse on your PayPal account. So that's what it was. Yeah, please, can you take that off now? Yeah, please? consider it lifted. It wouldn't be a ghost book podcast without three questions, Sylvester. So are you ready? Yep, go for it, Carrie. Question one. Have you got anything to say to me? And that message is from Brian Cox. I don't know which Brian Cox this is. So my answer, and this is my final answer, is no. Question two. Who is the most enormously talented dead person you've ever met? And that's someone called Noel Coward. Oh goodness me! It's famously, I mean, there've been there've been so many over the years. Recently, I, I had a, a very interesting conversation with Kenneth Williams, okay. uh, which was, was very interesting, uh, very uh, very illuminating. Uh, I didn't really get a word in edgeways because he had a he had a particular talent to just talk and talk and talk. Uh, right. But that was quite interesting. Most famous, most I suppose the most famous would be Jesus Christ. And question three is: Will you do another series with me? That's my question. T- to be clear, maybe, maybe ask ask me again in two years' time. Thank you for those answers, Sylvester. You're as opaque as always. That's good to hear. Well, I suppose that just about wraps things up, Carrie. It does. It's our spooky Halloween special. I I don't get the impression that uh, this is going to have been worth the wait, but uh, at least we've come back together. I think think we have to do it, but at the same time, I feel it's going to crush what any the goodwill we had before. There, There we are. As I said, as I've said before, swings and roundabouts. But it was good to get all our social media channels in there. So yep. I will put them, I'll link them all on the website if you go to the episode page on uh, Ghostbook Podcast. And not forgetting, of course, the De Silver and Devereux Psychic Detective Agency as well. Please do give them Please a shout. Please get in contact with us if you feel that there is some, I mean, not just, not just in relation to ghosts, it could be anything. If an alien is stealing your milk, get in touch. They will. 
Okay then, so thank you very much for joining me on this lovely Halloween special 2022. See you in five years. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Ghost Book Podcast was devised and performed by John Parry and Jackie J. Sarah. It is a deliciously bright production. All details, including full credits, can be found on the website ghostbookpodcast.com. Ghost Book Podcast.